Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses various risk management categories, such as vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the period from August 4th to August 10th, 2014. Cisco has released the 2014 Mid-Year Security Report. In this report, Cisco offers data and insights into the top threat intelligence and cybersecurity trends for the first half of 2014. For additional information on the Mid-Year Security Report, go to blogs.cisco.com security. Vulnerability activity for the period increased over recent periods. Most of the security community's eyes were focused on the presentations given at Black Hat, DEF CON, and B-Side security conferences for the latest vulnerability and threat research. The conferences included research on a wide range of security topics. Some of the highlights included vulnerabilities and threats involving multifunction printers, USB drives, storage devices, and multiple Internet of Things devices. If you are unable to attend the events, the organizers' websites and individual researchers will be posting their presentations and research in the coming weeks. Security advisories and updates for the period included an OpenSSL advisory that addressed nine vulnerabilities impacting multiple versions. Also, a Samba NetBIOS heap overflow vulnerability was reported. Red Hat released and re-released multiple advisories for Apache modules, PHP, and OpenSSL. A Barracuda web application firewall reusable URL-based authentication tokens authentication bypass vulnerability that has proof-of-concept exploits available was also reported. However, Barracuda has not confirmed or responded to the report. McAfee reported a Network Security Manager Management Module cross-site request forgery vulnerability, and Symantec reported an Endpoint Protection Local Privilege Escalation vulnerability that has functional exploit code publicly available. Cisco released a security advisory for the Cisco IOS software and Cisco IOS XE software EnergyWise Crafted Packet Denial of Service vulnerability. Microsoft released the advanced notification for August 2014, reporting the planned release of nine security bulletins on August 12th, affecting SQL Server, SharePoint, OneNote, .NET, Microsoft Windows, and Internet Explorer. IntelliShield published 147 events last week, which included 75 new events and 72 updated events. In the physical risk management category, with the approaching peak of the Atlantic hurricane season and the current reports of the Ebola virus outbreak, the United States government is sponsoring the annual National Preparedness Month in September. Activities throughout the month highlight the need to prepare for natural disasters, epidemics, and other emergencies. In addition to the U.S. government activity, many U.S. states and local governments host training and presentations, and disseminate information packages and additional information for families and businesses. Severe weather, medical emergencies, and other types of emergency events affect every business and family, although they vary from location to location. The programs offered during the September U.S. National Preparedness Month can help businesses and families review their readiness for these events. Businesses and families need to go further than natural disasters and prepare for events impacting their electronic records and activity. Disaster recovery and business continuity plans, backup and recovery capabilities, and backup power capabilities impact everyone, 
and are too often overlooked until they are needed and not available. Businesses should also focus on coordinating their activities for the coming month with local emergency service agencies to gain their expertise and ensure they understand their capabilities and planned responses. Next, in the Trust Risk Management category, the media has widely reported the potential impact of the hold security announcement of discovering Russian criminal collections of some 1.2 billion account records, while a potentially more serious event occurred when attackers compromised the systems of Gamma's Finfisher, which is a maker of monitoring equipment available only to governments and law enforcement organizations. While the Russian criminal activity is only surprising in its volume, many of the details of the Finfisher compromise may have farther-reaching impact, exposing the customers of these systems and potential targets these systems are used to collect against. Following the Snowden NSA disclosure, the Finfisher compromise could expose sensitive information impacting many governments, organizations, and individuals. While the hold security disclosure grabbed the headlines, the only surprise there may be the volume of data, and frankly, if a criminal group wanted to amass this type of data through purchases and trolling the underground dumps, there are likely many that could do the same. The primary message here is reinforcing the need to actively manage passwords and accounts. The FinFisher systems have long been suspected, but few details have ever been available outside of their customers. The FinFisher compromise, much like the Snowden NSA data, could provide insights on the capabilities and technical details of the various systems, tools, attack code, and previously unknown weaknesses the systems exploit, and the tactics, techniques, and procedures used by the systems, government, and law enforcement organizations employing the systems. In the human risk management category, CNN has reported that the United States federal government confirmed there's a new leaker exposing sensitive information and documents related to national security. The leaked documents were from the National Counterterrorism Center, which consists of suspected terrorist names from a database called Terrorist Identities Data Mart Environment. Based on a published article from The Intercept, the documents were dated back in August 2013, which was after the exposure of sensitive national security documents from former NSA contractor Edward Snowden, pointing to the fact that there is another leaker other than Snowden. The leaking of sensitive national security information poses a great threat to national security. Previous cases, such as Snowden's and former Army soldier Chelsea Manning, where U.S. intelligence information was leaked, may have put the United States at a greater risk of damage to critical infrastructures or human harm. In the case of the new leaking incident, it is unknown how much sensitive information the leaker gathered, how much damage it may have caused, or the identity of this leaker. Even more concerning, this new leaker may not have acted alone. The insider threat to organizations of any size or importance of their day-to-day -day business operations is a real threat as human behavior is unpredictable. Because of the unpredictable nature of human behavior, some of the employee screening techniques before employment will not prove that any employee will stay trustworthy, but still a necessary action to perform. Organizations must continue to perform stringent employee background checks and screenings before employment, as well as awareness of an employee's behavior, such as a simple conversation between an employee and their supervisor more often, to look for possible indicators that an employee may be looking to attempt a malicious action against an organization. Finally, in geopolitical news, elections in Turkey over the weekend paved the way for Prime Minister Erdogan to move to the presidency after 11 years as Prime Minister. The elections marked the first direct presidential elections in Turkey's history, made possible by a 2007 constitutional amendment. Erdogan, head of the Muslim nationalist AKP party, 
was constitutionally barred from a fourth term as prime minister. Early results indicate that Erdogan did receive an outright majority this weekend, making a runoff unnecessary. The campaign was contentious, with Erdogan's mostly young, urban, and educated opponents alleging that he would manipulate election results. Despite a difficult year for Erdogan in 2013, in which he faced corruption charges and massive protests against perceived erosion in democratic freedoms, he remains popular because the economy has grown steadily during his watch. The election aftermath is worth watching for information security specialists on two levels. First, if opponents allege vote manipulation, street protests could be accompanied by politically motivated cyber attacks. There is ample precedent, media outlets affiliated with Erdogan's rival, Fethullah Gulen, claim that they came under cyber attacks during local elections in March this year. Anonymous attributed hashtag OpTurkey resulted in numerous government website outages during protests of 2013, and Anonymous claimed government websites attacks during elections in 2011. The second level is strategic. Turkey is a NATO member, a Muslim-majority secular democracy, and a candidate for European Union membership. Its stability is important particularly in light of the instability in Iraq and Syria, both of which share borders with Turkey. The three countries share large Kurdish minorities, so Erdogan's attempt to appeal to Turkish Kurds during the election season and offer them access to the port of Kehan for oil exports may have a role to play given the rapidly worsening situation in northern Iraq. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com slash go slash SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening and stay safe.